For several years now, the North Country's border with Canada has been a hotspot for migrant crossings. Tens of thousands of people use the former unofficial crossing at Roxham Road in northern Clinton County to seek asylum in Canada. And Border Patrol assigned to this area are seeing a jump in the number of people heading south into the United States. A new art exhibit in Plattsburgh gives face and voice to some of the people who have traveled through. That's today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Clarkson University, offering over 95 programs of study with campuses in the Hudson Valley, Central, and Northern New York. More at clarkson.edu. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Friday, February 16th. First up, the number of farms, both across the country and in New York State, is continuing to shrink. That's according to data from the U.S. Department of Agriculture's latest Census of Agriculture. Catherine Wheeler reports the new data highlights continued struggles for the dairy industry. The USDA's Census of Agriculture is taken every five years. It collects data from producers on land use, economics, and demographics, and it paints a picture of America's ag industry. Between 2017 and 2022, the number of farms in the U.S. dropped by 7%. It was even worse in New York. The state lost about 2,800 farms over five years, or 9%. A big slice of that was in the dairy industry. While dairy is the largest sector of state agriculture, the Ag Census says about 1,900 dairy farms in New York shuttered over a five-year period. Christopher Wolf is an agricultural economics professor at Cornell University. He says the numbers don't surprise him. It's been happening for decades. I don't know how much it stood out to me. You know, I think most people were probably surprised maybe by the amount of consolidation that happened, particularly in the dairy industry. Wolf's referring to the fact that while the number of dairy farms decreased, the number of milk cows in New York increased by nearly 3,000. He says dairy farms consolidate because there's a high fixed cost for milking cows. The equipment is expensive. You can spread those fixed costs over more units. So it doesn't cost twice as much to build the milking facilities for 1,000 cows as it does to build them for 500 cows. Wolf says that consolidation chips away at the economies of agricultural communities, like parts of the North Country. St. Lawrence County is the third largest milk-producing county in the state. New York has got all these rural areas where the dairy farms are a major driver of the local economies. So if they exit, it has not only implications for the farm family, but for the local feed mill and for the veterinarians and for all these other kind of support industries, right, that then go away. The New York Farm Bureau, the group that lobbies for agriculture, says the numbers should be a wake-up call. Its president, David Fisher, is calling on Congress to pass strong agriculture legislation to keep more farmers in business. Catherine Wheeler, North Country Public Radio. Voters in the Champlain Valley rejected a proposal to build a new $66 million school. It would have taken students out of Westport and Elizabethtown and moved them into a new school five to ten miles north in Lewis. All three towns merged into one school district years ago, though they've remained split between two separate schools. On Thursday, 73% of voters rejected the new school proposal. The district described the vote on Facebook as disappointing. A committee will now consider alternative options, including renovating the school in Elizabethtown to be able to house all pre-K through 12th grade students. (music) 
Global migration is one of the signature issues of our time. And largely because of the Roxham Road unofficial border crossing, we've seen it up close here in the North Country, with tens of thousands of people crossing illegally between the U.S. and Canada. An exhibition at SUNY Plattsburgh titled Borders, Migrations North and South focuses on the humans behind those numbers. Champlain Valley reporter Kara Chapman has our story. A recording of birds chirping plays from a small corner of SUNY Plattsburgh's art museum. Could be birds anywhere, but you know, it happens that they were recorded at Roxham. That's Amy Mountcastle. She chairs the college's anthropology department. She's talking about Roxham Road. It's the unofficial border crossing that was used by tens of thousands of people to claim asylum in Canada starting in 2017. It was shut down last March when the U.S. and Canada closed a loophole in a treaty governing the border. Mountcastle first learned about Roxham Road from a student several years ago. She started going there with that student and others to interview the asylum seekers, local volunteers who'd help them, and the taxi drivers who'd bring them to the unofficial crossing. This is what we do as anthropologists. Um, We try to understand um, what's happening from the perspective of people who are involved in it. And Mountcastle wanted to bring that perspective to the broader community. That's what got her thinking about curating an exhibit focused on the border. We are located in a place where this human story is unfolding right before our eyes. And we're uniquely positioned to get a close-up look. And I think it's worth sharing that um, with anybody who's interested in in, uh, seeing it. The exhibition, titled Borders, Migrations North and South, opened last fall. It spans two rooms in SUNY Plattsburgh's Art Museum. Mountcastle says it was initially going to focus solely on the northern border. But over time, she and the artist talked about incorporating the southern border, too. She says photographer Paula Allen, who's covered both borders, helped clarify how the two are connected. One day I'm talking to her and she goes, yeah, um, now I get it. It's a, it's a funnel. You know, there's the, the big part of the funnel is down at the southern border, and then the um, narrow part is here at the northern border. There's this sort of trickle, in, in a, you know, by comparison of people mm-hmm. coming to the northern border. In one room, there's a wall with a big map of the Arizona-Mexico border. Dozens of orange and manila-colored toe tags hang from it. It's called the Hostile Terrain 94 exhibit. Mountcastle says 94 stands for the year 1994. That's when U.S. Customs and Border Protection implemented the policy known as Prevention Through Deterrence. The idea was to effectively close off more popular border crossings and force people to travel through harsher areas. And the net effect was that it made it more dangerous for people to cross. More than 3,400 people died between the mid-1990s and 2022, trying to cross the Sonoran Desert in Arizona. Visitors are given information about each of those people, their name if they were identified, their age, where they were found, but also more gruesome details like the condition of their bodies and how they died. Then visitors are instructed to write those details on the toe tags. It's solemn, reflective. Mountcastle says it's meant to make people pause. You're reminded that this is a person, or this was a person. In the next room, the focus shifts north. Big photos capture scenes from Roxham Road. A little girl smiles as she plays in the snow. A dusting of dirt covers a dark knit glove left behind months ago. Speckled sunlight streams through the trees. 
Nearby, a recording plays of a Nigerian boy talking about the long journey from New York City to Roxham Road. And I was thinking about nothing. I was just like, I feel kind of sleepy. Yeah, really long. And it took, and it was like so boring. You just have to look at the nature's outside the window and trains passing around. In the middle of the room, there's a display of artifacts asylum seekers left behind. Small piles of currency and luggage tags, a child's car seat, a prayer rug, a pack of cigarettes. It's the everydayness of these objects, Mountcastle says, that she hopes challenges people to think deeply about migration and the people behind it. If we realize that we don't know people's stories, and if we realize that, um, you know, these people who lost their lives, these people who were um, so... Uh, eager to cross at Roxham, um, that they're not that unlike us. They're not unlike us. The Borders Migrations North and South exhibit is on display at SUNY Plattsburgh from noon to 4 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday until March 8th. Kara Chapman, North Country Public Radio, Plattsburgh. We have more news all the time on our website, ncpr.org. Music today by Michael Farley of Canton and Oscar Sarmiento of Potsdam. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.